T'was a Digimon Christmas and everyone was busy, especially the likes of Tentamon and Izzy. Joe played with Gomamon, Matt and Gabumon ate, Palmon saw Mimi, isn't that great? Cody and Ubumon shared a little sushi, while Perumumon sat on Yoli's tushy. Tokemon went caroling, Ken's thankful for friends, while in Davis's dreams, the fun never ends. Good night now, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast, a podcast where we watch and review a random Christmas episode to determine whether or not it's a Christmas classic. I'm Chris, and joining me on this holiday journey are my friends Brian, Heyo, and John. Hello. This is the second episode of our 20-episode sojourn, 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 through Christmas-themed television. If you're just joining us, welcome. And if you listen to our first episode, which focused on forgiveness and stuff from Gilmore Girls, thanks for coming back. Uh, before we dive into today's episode, I like to check in with my co-hosts, see how their holiday cheer is doing. So guys, how are we doing today? We're, we're inching ever closer. We're still kind of in the middle of November, not even hit Thanksgiving yet. Are you guys building or are you still trying to keep your distance from it? Still kind of keeping my distance from it. I'm not yet the point where I want to get super excited about it. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done before I head back home to the Midwest and... Uh, it is legally still Thanksgiving for another <laughs> week. Thank you. <laughs> that is what the law says. And John would know. Correct. Yeah, I, I enforce it. Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, that it's creeping hard, but I, I'm with you guys as well. That it's just trying keeping that distance a little bit more outside of this podcast, of course, which, you know, as a reminder, we're, we're doing random Christmas episodes and we only have two rules for what gets covered on this podcast, and that is that the episode's got to have something to do with Christmas, and it must be relatively easy to stream. Now, today, the episode selector has gifted us with... A Very Digi Christmas from Digimon, which I am very excited about, and I hope you guys are too a little bit. Gonna jump in there and say hell yeah. Uh, man, it was TV. <laughs> now, this one was a little tricky because the streaming rights keep bouncing around. So as of this recording, it's available on Hulu or Amazon if you have a subscription to Stars or if you just have access to Stars on its own. Uh, but if this changes between now and when it's released, uh, just check out our social channels and we'll try and cue you in on where you can actually find it. I, for one, am very excited to have a subscription to Stars now. Yeah, what are you going to watch with your Stars subscription? I do not know what is on Stars. Outlander? Is Outlander Stars? Outlander's on Stars, yeah. Um, that 50 Cent show, Power, that's on Stars. Um, Billions. Billions is on Showtime, unfortunately. I think I just gave them $9 to watch an episode of Digimon, if I'm being <laughs> completely honest. But, uh, you know, at least it was great. I can't, I can't wait to find out whether or not you felt it was worth that $9. You better binge so much other material on stars, man. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, mostly probably because it's, you know, stars. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Now, if we were talking Cinemax, ew. Oh, yeah, Brian, you're going to get those uh, Skinamax flicks in no, before no. that free trial runs out? Oh, no, that's not. No. 
It's all about my favorite counter terrorist show, Strike Back. Oh, gotta live that Strike Back life. Yeah, gotta live that Strike Back life. They probably have a good Christmas episode hiding somewhere. Somewhere. Now, while we are watching a show that is anime and originated in Japan for the purposes of our podcast episode, we're only going to be discussing the classic English dub version that we grew up with as kids. Now, this is the 38th episode of the series' second season, and it originally aired on March 24th, 2001. Uh, in America, I think it actually aired on Christmas Eve the previous year in Japan. So they were really trying to hit that Christmas spot. Now, before we uh, dive into the summary and uh, start talking a little bit about this episode, since this was a Japanese show, I thought, hey, why don't we find out a little bit about what's uh, what Christmas is like in Japan? Would you guys be interested in hearing a few Japanese Christmas facts before we start discussing this episode. Boy, howdy, would I. Please, and thank you. So this is, uh, these facts outside of this first one I'm going to give, all come from a website called whychristmas.com. As I mentioned that in Japan, this episode originally aired three months earlier on December 24th in the year 2000, and it was under the beautiful title of Holy Night the Digimon Big Gathering! Infinitely better than A Very Digit Christmas. Very, very much better. Anytime you put an exclamation point at the end, you're, you're already amping that excitement value. Well, I think there's a lot of ramp up, too, in the holy night aspect in the beginning of the title. You know, that really that really ramps up the excitement for me. Because when I think Christmas, I think holy night. Well, as it, as it should be. But you might be surprised to hear, as we get into our first Japanese Christmas fact, that Christmas in Japan is not actually seen as a religious holiday because it's not a country comprised of many Christians, but it's actually seen more as a romantic holiday similar to Valentine's Day that couples spend together and go out for fancy romantic dinners and walk through the lights on romantic Christmas evenings, which to me, you know, makes a little bit of sense. There is a certain romanticism, especially, you know, if you're Hallmark, you, you try and hammer that until the nail is, uh, you know, invisible in the wood. Is there Japanese Hallmark movie? Damn. Does that racket exist for them? I gotta know. I gotta know. That would be something to look up. I bet you, because there's like, a, there's like every kind of anime. So like, I assume there's just like shitty Hallmark anime that people here probably watch and like weave out for. Man, that would be hilarious. Or like, is there a Hallmark channel in Japan? And they just like take all these American movies and just dub or sub them? Oh my god, that'd be incredible. Alright, I got a Hallmark Channel International. Oh. With mm-hmm. lip sync as bad as this. <laughs> this. Oh my god. Yeah, we will get to that. No. Um, as Brian is researching these, one of the uh, no, one of don't. the places... No? <laughs> no, that's a negative. Sorry, well, boys. Well, you know your new market, Walmart. Or you Hallmark. Walmart? Walmart. Walmart too, probably, I guess. Yeah. Up to you. Live your life. One of the uh, romantic places that people like to go for dinner is KFC. KFC is actually a really big deal eating fried chicken. And it actually stems from a 1974. So this is a ad campaign that this is almost over 50 years old that simply promoted the idea of 
KFC for Christmas, and it just was so successful that it became tradition in the country. The, the, like, have you seen like what the meal is that they go for? Because like I watched a, a YouTube blogger when I was like unemployed and had nothing going on, and it was like. It's just, like, the saddest... It would be, like, what you would get in for Christmas if you were very sad in America. It's, like, just a bag of, like, steamed chicken. Ugh. <laughs> it's just, like, it has holiday seasons. Here's a question for both of you. When did KFC become unappealing for both of you? Oh, I mean, it never was for me. I've been, I could probably count the number of times I've been to KFC on probably one hand, I think. I was going to say two, but I think it would probably even just be one nice john uh i don't eat meat because i'm a significantly better person than you two um <laughs> so but like high school I, like we stopped at a kfc on the way back from a wrestling meet and i just remember the chicken being like really gooey and gross yeah it's like i'm not not doing this yeah i i, I agree somewhere in high school you look at the bucket of chicken your family got for dinner and you thought no you know what gonna pass I didn't grow up with your privilege, Brian. I grew up in the country. We didn't have KFC. Oh, okay. It was, a special tre- it was a special treat for all of us. Hold on a second. Chris didn't grow up in the country either. Why isn't he getting called out? You said your family did it all the time. Yeah. I did not. Don't defend yourself. <laughs> Just let it happen. Ah. Oh, ah, oh, Jesus. Well, if you're at one of these KFCs, you might hear what is the traditional... This, is, this to me, was one of the oddest facts because there's so many different things going on here, but... Choirs in Japan will typically sing Beethoven's Ode to Joy, but they sing it in German around this time of year. That's like their big Christmas song is Ode to Joy. Do you know why they sing it in German? I don't, actually. I don't know if it's just because they're like respecting the origins of it or it doesn't work in Wait, Japanese. I is know. Ode to Joy originally German? Do you not know who Beethoven is? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I We're just gonna cut that. Bad. We're gonna cut that out later, right? Because like, uh... <laughs> no, that stays forever. Probably uh, not. Ah, shit. Because like Christmas in Japan feels much more like hardline, violent consumerism and like shameless about it. I think it'd be way better if they sang the Ode to Joy version from those like old movie commercials. That was like movies, movie. <laughs> Movies, 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 movies. Want to see? Actually, ironically, stars. That was a stars commercial. All <laughs> you're just, welcome. Just, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I know what he's talking about. Movies, 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 movies. I want to see stars. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. This is a real two thousands episode, two thousands commercial. <laughs> Pay me, stars. Give me back my $9. <laughs> Why would you... Why? Reckless with money, very lazy. My leg is falling off. What do you want from me? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I still love you. Less love than you Chris. But... <laughs> Truth hurts, Brian. Okay. Well, for our last Japanese Christmas fact, uh, I thought it would be fun if we knew how to say Merry Christmas in Japanese... Which is Merry Kurisamasu. Do you guys want to Merry try it? Should Kurisamasu. we all try it together? Merry Kurisamasu. Kurisamasu. Should we clap and make sure that we're all synced up? No. Okay. No. We Merry Kurisamasu. Merry Kiramasu. Merry... 
Toon Wolf. <laughs> no, it's Brian. It's not tiramisu. It's not a bastardized version of a popular dessert. It's not tiramisu. It's kurisumasu. Kurisumasu. Hold on a second. I feel like I'm getting ganged up because I didn't take a semester of Japanese in college. And that was uh, two and semesters. Who's, Thank who's, you. Oh, oh. Brian. You uh-huh. were in the same dorm. You knew Many that we were both kurimasu. Maybe. Kurisumasu? Yes. What? See, this is what helps. You need to... Japanese characters are each of the two letters. So you need to like read those as one thing. So every two letters are really one thing. So kurisumasu. Kuri yeah. Well, why didn't you break it up like that in the notes, Chris? Because that's M- not. Mary. Then you have five separate things. That's not, <laughs> yeah. The word is all together. Kurisumasu. 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 Why isn't that in katakanji for us to, to be able to read off of? Dear God, I wish if I still remembered any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one that's like the the extra like r in a word or extra n the little like fish hook guy that's all i remember more than me man more than me (laughs) all right now that we have the proper context for a japanese christmas let's dive into talking about this episode and as we said the streaming for this is a little more complicated than we originally intended so if you haven't had a chance to watch it for yourself here are a few details about what happened to the best of our ability that we could explain an English dub version of a Japanese anime show about fucking monsters from the that live in your computers. In the digital realm. Yeah. Give them their exactly. due. The digi world. Precisely. So the episode starts with the Digi Destin destroying the last of the control spires, and then they gather the original Digimon to bring them to the real world as Christmas kit christmas gifts for the kids from the original series ken invites his friends to his house for a christmas party while matt prepares for his concert that the original kids are attending however that concert gets interrupted by an evil digimon and the original kids can't defeat it because of another control spire the new digidestin come to the rescue and together they're able to defeat the evil digimon and send them back to the digital world the episode yeah. ends with all Woo-hoo. so hooray for that And then the episode ends with all the kids becoming aware that a new enemy has allowed Digimon to invade all over the Earth. So, bit of a cliffhanger there. That was as succinct as possible. That's good good summary. Good summary. Well done. Because this episode is nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell us why why I feel that way. Yeah. How, How much of a background do you have for Digimon? I'm pretty sure I watched this as a kid. Like I can, like I know I can. I know my my Greymons and my my War Greymons and all that good stuff and my Patamons, but like just like this episode was so confusing. There's just like like it's like a it's an anime, right? So it's got like 900 plots because every character must be doing something special and have its own inner dialogue. Don't forget the 20 different love triangles. The only love triangle is between the short nerdy kid and the emo clearly evil kid. That is the only love in this episode. <laughs> and, and it is pure and I respect it for being ahead of its time. <laughs> when they had their weird anxiety moment of like, oh no, he hates me. It's like, no, you're just two anxious gay kids. 
and that's okay. <laughs> Crossing boundaries and the digital plane. Well, it's it's interesting that you talk about this being a little bit ahead of its time because I think part of the things that is so difficult about this episode, outside of the fact that, you know, it's a kid's show from 20 years ago and who the fuck cares, is that you, this is like, almost like today's modern mid-season finales. Like, it is wrapping up or, like, trying to bridge a certain arc while ending with a cliffhanger that launches into something new, different, and bigger. Like, it is it is very odd that it is, like, this classic, this new thing we get now in modern television where if you have your standard network show ending right before Christmas, this is the type of episode they would do. Like, oh, like, kind of Christmassy, fun easygoingness but oh there's actually something more sinister going and that propels the story into the back half of the season yeah and it's also episode 38 in the season <laughs> that's yeah, which is the ideal mid-season marker i think you oh wanna, yeah you yeah. want to start at 38, 38 in the middle 38 of where you want to be yeah that's that's kind of well no like anime is and which is weird because like i guess i don't watch hyper popular animes or whatever but like Usually an anime season is pretty, like, tight. They run those boys at, like, like 12 and then see if people are feeling it and then they'll do another 12 and then wait four years to do 12 more. So it's kind of weird. I guess this was just, like, post-Pokemon Japan, we realized we can sell some cute toys to people. It's brutal capitalism to death. But it's so weird that it's, like, a 90-episode season. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. it is so much. And it's... But you also, to your point, it's like they had this whole, like, they just keep propelling this story forward in new and different directions. But, John, since you brought it up, I think we need to do a quick around the horn. Digimon or Pokemon? Brian, go. Uh, Digimon for the show, Pokemon for the games. Pokemon for every piece of media. There's a reason the world likes it more. (laughs) And I also have to agree with Brian. I'm 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 on Brian's side. Digimon show way better than the Pokemon anime. Pokemon games. I mean, yeah. you can't even compare the two because I don't. I mean, there's there's no there's no way to even say that a Digimon game could could supersede Dude, what, what there's Pokemon some has created. actually right. sick Digimon games from like the last like I want to say like five years. I might be a little older. But, like, they're kind of sick and weird because they're, like, they, like, grew with their audience, so they didn't stay trying to sell the kids. They're, like, well, this is just for the, like, couple hundred thousand people that still are, like, way into Digimon. This is for the 20-something-year-olds. Yeah, it's, they're, like, super dark and weird. They're, um, if you ever play Persona, they're made by the people who made Persona, and they kind of, like, look and feel like Persona. Well, and Brian and I were talking about this a little bit leading up to recording this episode of the podcast, where, like... There are some seasons of Digimon, and sometimes, even in this series, I think, that it gets super dark and weird. Like, mm-hmm. there is some stuff that, like, as cutesy as they try and make this show sometimes, and holy shit do they try and make it cutesy, there are some really dark places it goes where you're just like, what the fuck am I watching, and why am I yeah. 10 when I'm watching it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's a very, like... Um, Alice in Wonderland, but more fucked up with real world consequences for these kids if things go like astray. Like Digimon fucking died in yeah. these shows, and it was long lasting. They like didn't bring him back, and it was very devastating for the characters. Like they really played into that 
and uh, uh, it was very mature for its time. So speaking of ahead of its time, like it definitely played into that a lot, and more so than a Saturday morning cartoon like was ever justified to be. I just and I don't know if it happened in the series. I don't remember it well, and I haven't rewatched the series. But like humans die in Digimon, like a Digimon topples a building, people for like die. It's not like Pokemon where it's like, oh, isn't it cute that that Pikachu shocked that, like, 30-year-old in a crop top and, uh, like, Camp Gay Man. That's a fun, fun bit. Like, they killed characters off. And I think they were just like, we had, I'm guessing in Japanese it's a darker product or, like, a more mature product. And they were like, fucking, we want that dumb American Pokemon money, man. Can we, how do we get it? Yeah, I mean, the it definitely goes into some very darker places. And I, I think this episode, you kind of dances around that. I mean, we got that really one creepy weird guy who stops one of the character's moms, like, while she's out on the town, just to be like, Oh, hey, TK's mom. How you doing? <laughs> Watch out for your kids. <laughs> I like that they treat Digimon, like your kids being into Digimon, as them being into, like, like running with a gang or doing blow or something but he's like he's also the worst police officer in the history of police work where it's like hey let me like tell an involved person exactly what we're doing Um, i i took it more as like almost an investigative journalist though like i i can't remember exactly what his role is she said detective oh did she say i missed okay i'm pretty sure yeah no He's like a constable or whatever yeah. you know, the equivalent is. But like he's like basically just like, like, well, what I should do as anyone who works in law enforcement should do is panic the general public, especially yep. the Check. people that like I'm actively looking at in terms of something that I'm concerned about. I'm sure he's like going to be like one of those like plot twists. He was well-meaning because anime, but like <laughs> it's just like it's bad police work, chief. You got to be better than that. I do remember watching a Watch Mojo top ten anime twists, and he was on it. Wait, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it. I was gonna I was be like, like, "What was the like? What was the plot twist? Turns out, creepy detective isn't a pedophile. Is a nice man. Turns out, not a pedophile. <laughs> what? Where are your kids right now? <laughs> so, I mean, what are, what are some other things about this episode? That, like, what are some highlights, lowlights for you guys? I know we're kind of dancing around the series as a whole and, and our experiences with it. But, like, getting back to this episode and, and how it's doing things, I mean, enjoyable, not so enjoyable. Where are you guys landing? I found this wildly entertaining. I love Digimon growing up. I love this season because I thought it did a really good job of incorporating, like, the previous season's Digidescent while, like, building off a new group. And uh, it just kind of took me back to a simpler time when I didn't have to worry about so much. And it was just more so, am I going to wake up in time for Digimon this Saturday morning before I have to mow the lawn? I I just, like, I think I did that thing where you uh, watch a kid's show and just find plot holes because I was, like, feeling extra cynical today. So I just kind of was, like, just was, like, the lip sync is really jarringly bad. And like the animation like is like missing frames so i was like are they just like out of money was lip sync not invented and it's like no lip sync for sure existed they just didn't want to pay for it and i guess like actually like no animated around this time which was because i had to look it up me and brian were talking about this and i also hate matt and his band 
because Matt uh, <laughs> is Millie Vanilli or Taylor Swift and just pretends to play an instrument. <laughs> or I don't know where that bass sound is coming from in the song because dude is off the strings the whole time and music is happening. And Such a just, catchy song, though. <laughs> he's just there for the face, man. He's just there for the face. I think that song was almost quintessential alt rock from the early 2000s, late 90s. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's it like, yeah, it's very, very spot on. If you ever want to hate when we grew up, just uh, ask yourself what was the best band from the 2000s. Smash Mouth. <laughs> Certainly you could answer that and you yeah. probably wouldn't be like way off. I think I think that song could just as easily been in any horny teen comedy from around that time as well. Oh, like, absolutely. Well, they, what they probably did was they just bought like because that song would have been in Japanese, so they just probably bought what was ever like like whatever floundering band like a partnered label had on file to be like ah just throw it in there. Well, <laughs> to me, it's almost like. It's it it is a quintessentially I think it's a quintessentially American song, but it's like oh do we have someone that sounds like someone popular? Oh perfect for like a third of the price. Yeah, we'll take that song, please. Oh absolutely, absolutely. I also like that. Just like the show is like he's like having the phone conversation with his dad. It's like oh yeah, we got a gig. Don't don't worry about. It. And you're like oh it's the high school. Like I don't know how old the original Digi Destined are or whatever. Like, oh, it's a high school band. He'll be at, like, uh, you know, he'll probably be at, like, his auditorium or something. Yeah. Then it's like, no, he's, like, signed. He's headlining a tent. <laughs> yeah. That's that's being broadcast. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he is the uh, face of Japanese alt-rock. So, good for <laughs> he, you. He good is for you, Matt. the bare-naked ladies of Japan. Was his his Digimon was Patamon, right? And that's like another kid no. in this, right? No, his Digimon. No, was, oh, he's a walrus boy. Uh, Gabumon. He was yeah. Gabumon, who digivolves into Gururumon, and then it's where Gururumon. The best, the best frame in this entire episode is when uh, Ikarimon or whatever the walrus boy is just like. Yes, they have to fight people, and he's a fucking walrus on land. <laughs> oh, on the <laughs> beach, just, yeah. He's, he's just like, just flops there, and just you, just the look of his like poorly animated face just looks like, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> like, they can run. <laughs> I just got a lot of bulk. I hated all the fights in this, by the way. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I hated here. I I I hated uh, two things. One, they skipped out on the classic uh, digi evolution with uh, 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 from oh shit Agumon into uh, Greymon. But then, like two minutes later, they decide to give you every single fucking evolution they had. <laughs> Just and it was a little much. Dude, I wonder how much of this episode's wrong minute count is. Oh, it's not much. <laughs> it is, I, and as someone who has rewatched this entire series as an adult, like digivolving eats up so much time in an episode. Like you could, like this one is actually pretty good because they do that like four screen split to like do four at the same time. But there are ones where they all do every individual person, and you're like, this episode is, like, 12 minutes long in actuality. Like, <laughs> I remember when, the, like, the one, I just, I remember initially, at least, they would, like, do, 
Like, you would have Agumon go to Greymon, go to whatever next Greymon is, and then, like, finally, like, super special Greymon. And then I know there's one beyond that where it's like, now we have, like, an even longer still for this one to run on, and it's like, that was five minutes. <laughs> no. That was five minutes of animation you've already made. Well, it's very Power Rangers-esque, you know? Power Rangers does the same exact thing for the most part, where you got to see everybody transmorph into the Power Rangers, and then you got to see their next like progression if they have special weapons, and then they got to bring in their Zords. Zoids? Zords. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what doesn't have this problem? Don't say it. Po- Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon it. doesn't have this problem. You know what the you know what the problem Pokemon does have though. Nothing ever happens. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, dude, I love I I love that Pokemon's still running and like Homeboy has never won, and it makes me very happy. <laughs> also, he like I want to be the very best, the best there ever was. Let me give away half of my Pokemon or just release them back into the wild. No, dude, that's not the point. Cause he's kind. He's not like us when we play the games. Yeah, I hoard all my Pokemon. Uh, violent slave taskmaster forcing Pokemon to breed to better Pokemon. It's another oh reason boy. Digimon is better, because they're partners and they talk with each other and they respect one another. Right. They spend Christmas. They bathe with one another. Which, by the way, weird. Yes or no? Go. Yes. Pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Uh, yeah. the best the best of the Christmas ones was uh, sending the flower to downtown USA because I just like other media doing that to us like foreign media doing that to us because that is consistent as like a trope in that time where it's like they're going to Japan what city Japan town <laughs> so it was nice just Japan USA and I know that was like probably put in that way to like fit their their voice frames because they didn't resync but it made me giggle so much (laughs) it made me so happy yeah that man that syncing is way more noticeable as an adult like i feel like it's something you don't even pay attention to as a kid but it is so obvious where like the dialogue is so stilted and there are so many inner monologues like just voice voiceover where they're like trying to fill or rework the plot to whatever americanized version they're trying to do that they like have to add all this extra dialogue in that does not fit in the mouths of the characters apparently it's just like no anime did that in the two like early to mid 2000s and like apparently if you watch like the dragon ball dub that like we all grew up with it'll be that way too because when i was like googling it i was and i'm like i guess i haven't watched it super recently but why is my childhood ruined now? That's just why you gotta watch the Dragon Ball Z abridged parodies on YouTube. Which are perfect, yeah. You'll exactly. save yourself yeah. hours of your life that you'll never get back. Sure will. Did everyone like the baby boomers as much as I did? Or like the boomer culture people? Because they were the best. Just <laughs> What do you mean? There was like the, the sound recording guys? Or like the dudes broadcasting? Oh. Pitching about Matt's band? Just being like, well, like, based, like, literally up to an including line of, like, that's not what it sounded like in my day. It's like, <laughs> oh, awesome. and talking about Woodstock and shit like that. Yeah, uh, I like those guys. And then I kind of liked, uh, I also dug just the original Digi-Dustin being little bitches about DNA digivolving. It's like, let's see what that's <laughs> all about. It's like, oh, they're sick. 
fuck, we're lame now. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, yeah, Ty, you're an unlikable character now. They're, they're, that, they're that sibling that always goes, well, at least we're the original Digi-Destined. Dude, that's for sure Ty. Ty sucks. This episode is, my big takeaway is Ty sucks. No, Ty fucking kicks ass. Ty's the best. Well, Fuck you, man. He should, he should act like it. He, he acts a little insecure in this episode. Well, he is, but that's what makes him a good character. He knows that Davis is it the makes future. Makes him relatable. Okay. He's got vulnerabilities. He gets pissy with Agumon. Oh, like, homeboy fights for you all the time. That guy has put himself in front of some bullets. <laughs> well, more like flame blasts. But yeah, you, you get the right idea. What'd you do? Forget how to digivolve? Oh, also... Fuck did, you, buddy. <laughs> did that one Digimon uh, evolution have guns? Is that what Absolutely. I Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I remember that. I remember the, all the Digivolutions in this one just being very gun-centric. Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty metal. I think, like, Angemon gets, like, way more gun-based. <laughs> As he should. One of the bad guys in this episode, the ones that are kind of on the periphery, Mummymon, like, his thing is, like, he's a mummy with a machine gun. It's, like, his whole thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> first thing a mummy does is go to the gun store. <laughs> I All I know is if I was a child in the digital world and I didn't end up with that bear who shoots hearts. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how the so angry bomb. bear shot a heart, heart blast. That guy's the best. <laughs> He's the winner. He's, all of them suck at fighting. Like, all of the evil Digimon, just garbo. Just, like, <laughs> zero zero planning for the fight. No, but. no, no, no. Very poorly coordinated and easily overcome. Yeah, but that was kind of the fun part about this episode, though, is I, I, I love a good team-up episode. And I think they do better team-ups with, with bringing the two casts from the two seasons together. But... You know, it's Christmas time. You, you, you gotta love a good team up where everyone kind of comes together and you're all home and it's got some good Christmassy vibes to it. Except for the girl who's back in the US of A. It wasn't very Christmassy uh, up to a point. It, 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 it kind of got there at the end, but there was, you know, for a while, it was just kind of like a bottle episode or like well, any other episode. Different cultures Christmas, though. Like True. It's like their Christmas is our, I'm trying to think of like a holiday we wouldn't even get off school for, but would still get presents. Like Valentine's Day, I oh, guess. Okay. Where it's like still a big deal and you'll consume for it, but like your day doesn't stop for Valentine's Day. No, but you get like an in-class party where everybody exchanges the Valentine's cards. We don't, we don't know that. We don't know that they didn't. These children don't go to school. That's true. From what we know, <laughs> these, these children are running around. They had a party in this episode. <laughs> yeah, they're playing Go Fish. They're having a great time. Yeah. Nerd Girl was, like, way too into it, but that's okay. I will agree with you, though, Brian. I mean, I think I think they were trying hard to emphasize, like, emphasize the Christmas a lot more than was probably there. Like, you, you, like, you get the beginning part with, like, the gift giving and, like, giving the original guys their, their Digimon yeah. as their presents. But everything else was, like... The dialogue trying to remind you like don't forget it's also christmas time like they kept yeah. making like bad christmas puns at different points in time mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be in per tradition of the podcast christmas dressing i don't even know that i would go that far though to be honest like it's uh, it no. is a light dressing if it is christmas <laughs> trimmings <laughs> it is a christmas vinaigrette uh, all right well i think we have covered most of what we need to cover 
if not as neatly as we did it last time around, but we got through it all. So uh, let's let's do our final du- judgments on this episode. And as a quick reminder, our classifications for judging an episode are Christmas classic, a pair of socks, or a lump of coal. So uh, let's go through them. What do we think on this one? John, you want to start? I think you can like lump a coal this one unless there's small children around. Or, and you're, like, way into Digimon, and they have, like, <laughs> an answerly interest in, like, another Japanese anime. You can be like, oh, look at this one I watched when I was a kid. But otherwise, like, you don't, you don't need this. You can do better. Yeah, you're being conscientious of the children. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. kids TV. All right. I'm going to go a pair of white socks. Just a pair of plain old, you'd buy them yourself socks. But they're still a gift, so you're thankful. All right. I, I'm going to have to agree with John, and I, I, as much as it pains me to say, I'm going to have to say lump of coal uh, on this one as well. I think it is bullshit. as inessential as you can possibly get. As much as I love Digimon, there was something, for some reason, I I remember this being a, a lot more in the Christmas spirit, and there just really is not much there. And I think there's not a lot of Christmas atmosphere to it, as much as the dialogue might try to make it so it just it just is not going to not going to cut it i think in the grand scheme of things for mm-hmm. for the christmas season they could have christmas evolved ooh too true also it's a it's a lumpical because of every digi voice actor every <laughs> no, digimon's ooh. voice actor except wormmon no is no so what wormmon. no 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 <laughs> no wormmon and patamon are like listenable they no. talk more than two sentences at once without me jumping off a bridge. You are Agumon so... sounds like blood. <laughs> I mean, Agumon, you gotta kind of learn to love it, but I like most of the voice actors on this show. I think they do a nice job. They're very, yeah. they're very distinct. It's pretty solid compared to others, lesser uh, uh, English sub or dubs. They got, they got a lot of personality. I would actually go so far as to say it goes as far as shitty children's animes. Pokemon, Monster Rancher, Digimon. Mm-hmm. There's a hot take. That's a hot take express for you, babies. Well, you can have all the hot takes you want. doesn't make them right. And in this case, they're not. So. <laughs> Square up. Well, fair enough. <laughs> We'll settle, we'll settle this off there. Square up. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for Digimon. Are you guys interested in what we are going to be covering next? Yeah. Tell me. All righty. For episode three, we're going to be looking at Deception from classic mid-2000s show House. Ooh. Roadhouse. Christmas Road House. <laughs> Christmas Roadhouse. <laughs> I love that show. Hugh Jackman was just so good as House. <laughs> I think I think you're gonna be in for a little bit of a surprise house when you watch it. He, he played such a good house. Four walls, a roof, windows. Try to take that joke a little bit further, but it fell flat. No man, I, I actually think he, I was just waiting waiting for it to end because I was I, I dug it. That was good. That's yeah. a good bit. All right. It's an A-plus right. bit. All right. 
The bit has been reviewed right. and passes. We're bringing it back next week, then. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this episode okay. was a lump of coal because it didn't have enough houses in it. <laughs> in this episode, three walls at most. <laughs> it's a terrible rating system. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. We're missing the most obvious thing. Gingerbread house. What? I don't know why you'd say that, Chris. That's just uh, ginger that's gingerbread no house. relevance at all. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> all right. Well, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We're still getting this podcast off the ground, so share it with your friends. We're on iTunes. Uh, we're trying to just build up a nice little collection of reviews here. And as I mentioned last episode, we're gonna we're gonna try and have a goal to aim for each episode. So this goal is going to be three for the three wise men. So we're not three wise men, as you've probably already figured out. We're just three guys, and we're having a good time, etc. Yeah. But and you uh, have to say nice things of them because my mom will read them. Yes. And I want her to finally be proud of me. Oh. Help! Help! John's mom be proud of him. Only you can prevent forest fires, <laughs> and John's mom's disappointment. Yeah. John's mom's is hard to say. In the arms of an angel. Every day, John goes without his mother's approval. You can help, John. (laughs) Oh, it hurts because it's true. Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, If you want to get in touch touch with us... I don't know why you would at this point, but hey, you know, you want to talk to us about Christmas episodes? You want to tell us your favorite Christmas episode? Email us. Talk to us. Chris about Digimon for multiple hours. Oh, yeah. yeah please yeah. please do. When are we launching the Digimon podcast? God, as soon as this is done, hopefully. Man, I was looking up stuff for this because I was like, man, has anyone like been doing this? And someone did do, some guys in Australia did a whole podcast where they watched the whole series and compared the sub versus dub version <laughs> so they did like they did like 160 episodes where they went through each episode and watched the dubbed and subbed and compared the two all right but has anyone done one in an accent people actually like <laughs> <laughs> oh poor sheila <laughs> dear god <laughs> so if you're australian and want to yell at us you can email us at yuletide tv <laughs> at gmail.com and you can also follow us on instagram and twitter at yuletide tv yeah or you can call chris directly at 235-670-5483-3972-64773 oh there's a couple extra numbers than normal in there yeah is that the number you gave me who have I been texting? Oh yeah, uh, it's it yeah it's, oh, it's been oh, me. Yeah. Oh, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, we should uh, we should probably sign off then. Uh, should we give should we give them all, everyone a little uh, one last uh, Japanese merry merry Christmas? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta pull up the notes because I broke it down. Merry <laughs> Kiramisu. <laughs> all right, yes, let's let's all give everyone uh, thanks for listening and a merry Kurisumasu to you all. Merry Kuri Sumasu. We're happy you're alive. We are we are very happy you're still alive. Yes.
Bye. Sleigh Bell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from soundbible.com and Joy to the World provided by freexmasmp3.com.